Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to another edition of AEW Unrestricted. Tony Schiavone with former first-round draft pick from the Washington Huskies and Seattle Sonics, Detlef Shrimp. Great, great. All right, dude. Detlef Shrimp's not dead, but the Sonics are. I know. In my heart. Uh, that's a Detlef Shrimp uh, jersey it she's is. got on there. It is. And I wanted to I, write it off on my taxes, so I wore it wow. here. How about that? <laughs> it, it's, it's Aubrey Edwards, also known as Miss Bellevue. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Bougie as fuck. <laughs> and, of course, we, uh, we are very happy to have you with us. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. You know who else I'm happy to have here? I'm, I'm sure you are. I'm happy to have two of the original members of the Dark Order. Stu Grayson. What's up? And Evil Uno. Hi. Yeah, buddy. Hello. Formerly known as the Super Smash Brothers. Correct. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit, though. Great. All right, before we start, I want to read through the giant list of accolades, because you guys have been together for quite a while. Yep. So yes. About 14, 14 15. 15, yeah. Oh, my really? God. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's yeah. like three time, four times longer than my whole career in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, two-time Alpha One Wrestling Tag Team Champions, one-time Chikara. I, I can't even pronounce that. Uh, Campeones de Parejas. There you go. Wow. One-times Combat Revolution Tag Team Champions, two-time Royal Canadian Tag Team Champions, one-time International Wrestling Syndicate Tag Team Champions, one-time Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Tag Team Champions, 2012 Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Dynamite. Derivative. Yeah, derivative. DDT. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's yeah. Uh, 2012 SoCal Uncensored Match of the Year versus the Young Bucks in Future Shock. And then 2012 SoCal Uncensored Tag Team of the Year. This is where I breathe. <gasps> there was so many. You're about midway. About midway. Yeah, about midway through all yeah. the things with you. Gotta, you got to hold the... Oh, yeah, yeah. So you're midway. I'm not a professional. I'm no, not a professional. It's fine. It's fine. Cool. Great. Yeah, so you guys... Uh, you've been together a long time, yep. and then when did you come to AEW? Remind me again. Uh, you were here at the our first show yeah, was uh, Fight for the Fall. That's right. Yeah, yeah you guys came we, in at the end of the Best Friends match. No, uh, we had a promo after the end of uh, the Best Friends match at Fighter oh, Fest, and we were right. also uh, we appeared at Double or Nothing. Yeah, as well. our very first appearance was Double or Nothing. That's the first, first match. Yeah. Is, uh, that's right. That's that's the one. The Dark Order. Uh, through the course of being with uh, AEW has changed a great deal, as we yes. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys were not able to travel during the pandemic, mm-hmm. correct? Which was tough. Brody Lee comes in, yeah, and uh, the Dark Order takes on a whole new, different uh, look. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about it. I, that had to be tough, not being able to come to, uh, get here and wrestle during the pandemic. Yeah, the the I don't know what the hardest part was. If it was like not being able to to see what our creation was about, you know, what direction it was about to take, right? Or just knowing that. There was nothing we could do because we were literally just stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was tough because for about, what was it, like three months? Uh, Yeah, almost four. Yeah, Almost, almost four, four we were stuck at home. We, yeah. we were just stuck home and we would watch the product and it'd be like, oh, I guess today we're doing this on TV. Interesting. Here goes Dark Order. Right. <laughs> it was especially unreal because uh, uh, you're at home and, and you also just had no timeline, right? Because we really didn't know what was going to happen that year. Right. We had no idea. To us, honestly, we were we were at home and we thought, well, they're going to cut international people because this is it for the year. I don't think international people will be coming back. Thank God, it 
did it happen? Here I am. We found a way. Here I am. Because really, we were just waiting on uh, the Canadian government to let us know what was going to happen with traveling. And the government had not been speaking about it at all for months. Wow. Like, we had no idea. Trudeau. So it was like, oh, every Monday, you know, stay tuned. We'll talk about something. And then eight Mondays passed by and we're like, did you guys forget about the COVID? Like, uh, <laughs> like we want fuck? to leave. <laughs> we want to get back to work, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I think we've recovered okay, though. So yeah, we're fine. I, I think so. Now, leading up to that, there was some great uh, buildup for the Dark Order and, oh, yeah. and the uh, the Exalted One is coming. Mm-hmm. Some great videos that were done. You had to be happy with the direction of that because we, it, it was yeah. a big part of the show. It we really were was. very pumped. For yeah, it, so. we were we were very excited, especially because Burley was a personal friend to us. So yeah. we like we were very excited for his arrival and just what was going to be coming up. And and the buildup was great. Uh, the interactions we had online with Matt Hardy with the teases were great. Right. Uh, I got a lot of good promo time. We had a lot of great video work from the AEW team. I think that's really when things started to turn, and we were where you we were getting because there was a point where we were not looked at very favorably. But at that point, it was starting to the the opinion was starting to turn. But unfortunately, we also then disappeared for four months. So. It was yeah, right. kind of interesting the way that it like you guys had introduced the exalted one, but then the timeline sort of broke, and mm-hmm. then the exalted one appears when you're not there. It's just mm-hmm. kind of the funny funny way the timing went. Yeah, it was just the worst possible timing. Yeah. like we got to uh, have the exalted one appear for that one time, and then as we were launching this phase of Dark Order. Us Dark Order were now out of the Dark Order. <laughs> yeah, the, the original, what is it? Someone said the middle manager of oh, Dark Order. Me. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Hi. I do all the hard work. Interesting you say you guys knew Brody. I, I, of course, I didn't know that you knew Brody, but mm-hmm. you guys obviously had worked with him before. So it was easy being able to work with him. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, we had been friends for, uh, I mean, I think we met him over 12 years ago. Right. Yeah. 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 Was our, I think... I think I met him on my second time ever in the United States for wrestling. Uh-huh. We were on a show with uh, on uh, for Chikara, mm-hmm. and I met Brody for the first time. And right away, he was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. you know, like we hit it off very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the one of the greats in our business mm-hmm. throughout the years. Not only as a wrestler, but as a person. Yeah, yeah. a and, true sweetheart. Honestly. Yeah, and and I know his death really floored us all. But I know especially guys that work closely with him, of like course, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, mostly because also like with the Exalted One, uh-huh. the whole storyline, we were about to do the best work of our life right. with a guy we've considered our best friend for so long. Sure. Yeah. And Come in with like, the chemistry already. Yeah, yeah like, instant. When, when Brody was coming over at first, we weren't even sure to propose to him to be the Exalted One because we thought, well, he's been in the team the whole time. Mm-hmm. Now he's probably going to want to have like a single run. And he was like, no, 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 I'm in, guys. Let's fucking do this. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. The thing I really loved about Brody is how he consistently, and it kind of sucked because you guys weren't there, but when you had the ability to come to America, this was the case. But like he wanted everyone who was in the Dark Order there every week. Yes. Like yeah. he pushed for Alex and Silver and mm-hmm. Anna. Like everyone who was in the Dark Order needed to be there to really help build the like dynamic of what the Dark Order was and you guys as a group and funny enough I mean you guys started as like a cult and heels but now you're a cult and baby faces because you just want to have more friends mm-hmm. so how who doesn't? Who, who doesn't I mean everyone loves friends right that's why we're all here today I have, um, enough. I have enough yeah it's fine you I don't mean, need any more I mean yeah okay I, I understand Tony you're a popular man popular man <laughs> Tony does not want to join the Dark Order that's where Christmas we're gonna is spoilers now <laughs> yeah, you have how many kids yeah Five. Too many. <laughs> oh, oh wow. So so how did the how did the Dark Order idea come about? 
Uh, honestly, uh, we were doing something called the SSB back on the independence because we were trying to, uh, so I was a video game guy for about a decade, uh, back when I was player Uno and we kind of wanted to distance ourselves from the name and also from being video game guys at the time because uh, I kind of pigeonholed us into being a specific role mm -hmm. and we couldn't really get much growth, much story stuff when you were just two little guys playing video games, right? Yeah. Uh, and so we, we wanted to switch around and so... We made drastic changes to become heels uh, and be more like focused on like. Originally, it was it was not even cult focused when we were doing uh, uh, on the independence, but uh, it, it kind of grew into that because we started running a school, and our students would become the creepers that that were That's the right. ones at AEW. It was a and, way for us to have them travel with us, yeah. build bridges, yeah. and then take bumps every yeah. now and then so that yeah. we don't take bumps. There you go, <laughs> investment. Smart. That is smart. <laughs> It's very it, right? uh, but honestly, it was, like, it was a way to make uh, it made it seem like we had a cult following, and so that when we eventually did come to AEW, uh, we brought that cult following with us. Uh, and then um, we had a discussion fairly early on when television was starting that we wanted to f go full tilt on the cult stuff. We wanted mm -hmm. to go more in a Scientology aspect, and that's when the video work started coming in. And that's when uh, uh, we were given more time to try and approach people on the shows, and we mm -hmm. approached. Uh, Christopher Daniels early on, and then Marco uh, Stunt as well, and Jungle Boy. And uh, from there, I mean, it just kind of organically grew into different versions. Obviously, Brody came in right. as the exalted one. That wasn't, like, uh, always originally the plan. But, right. uh, I mean, it it definitely uh, helped us an immense amount. Brody came in and did the best work of his life. Right. And honestly, we're forever thankful and in his debt for what he did for us. Yeah. And now organically we're where we are now. We just yeah. want friends. It's, it's, it's pretty yeah, sweet. It, it's, it is sweet. And I want to touch on something. Uh, you said so long, that was your, your kind of your calling card. The exalted one is arriving. Mm -hmm. The exalted one is arriving. And my friends would ask me, who's the exalted one? I said, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I mean, when I'm, you started that, did you not know who it was going to be? Or uh, I'll be honest. We we started in uh, – so we had our December beating at the very, very end of the year, which was uh, universally hated. Oh, uh, is that it, the one with the punching yep. where it didn't even That's hit? the one. The, yeah. whole, the whole thing that, was in that the state. Creeper does were those not, your students? out of the group. No, no. no those no. were just random extra we had on the show. Yeah. and Definitely not the students of Student no, Uno. No, they, no. they would know how to punch. <laughs> they, we, uh, we would have posted their face like, hey, you guys remember that guy who sucks? It's this guy. Like, but no, <laughs> He's been but kicked no. out of the school <laughs> yeah. forever. No, we had a that day. Blacklist it was him. There were so many bodies, and every time we have extras, so we would take the time to teach him like the throne he would sit on and like, if you can't do this, don't do it. Like you can just stand there or, or choke someone with your foot. You don't have to throw punches. You don't have to. If there's something you can't do, don't. And then on like this whole segment was a catastrophe from mm -hmm. beginning to end. Yeah. So it was yeah. So because of that segment, we had a discussion with with Tony about uh, uh, integrating a, a leader character, and so it kind of gave higher us a direction. Power. But. To be entirely honest, we genuinely didn't know who it yeah, was right. for several months. Sure. I think, uh, I mean, I, I uh, we we personally didn't know who it was until like three weeks before. Okay, because nothing was like we were told. This is what we're going for, but at any moment it could change. Yeah. It's wrestling, right? Like yeah. anything can happen. Hurts so we had a good change. idea for a while, and three weeks before it happened, like, oh yeah. yes, it's confirmed. There, there were some names floated around, and sure. obviously Brody was within. The, but we right. still Matt Hardy didn't know. was Matt Hardy. actually Hardy floated, was floated point, around. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, this is going around, but Doctor Luther was was floated around originally. Yeah. There were other people that weren't directly told to us. But I heard that were floated around as uh, as ideas. 
But uh, it landed on Mr. Burley, and honestly, that was the best thing that could have happened for us. That's what we wanted, so. <laughs> yeah, it works out. You got that built-in chemistry. Two other guys in the Dark Order I want to touch on real quick is uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, who originally were booked as local dudes. Yeah. And then we started flying them everywhere as local dudes, which was kind of crazy. But they started the process of joining the Dark Order and then eventually becoming the recruitment specialists. And now they're they're kind of on their own skyway to success. What was the decision to sort of bring them into the Dark Order? And how did you guys mesh as a group that originally started as two tag teams that's now one faction? Well, the idea was that when we started recruiting, we knew we wouldn't be able to recruit like like when we said uh, we uh, uh, approach Marco and Jungle Boy, we knew we, we couldn't we couldn't get them right now because they were starting their own gimmick, their own storyline. Right. So we knew we would have to approach people that are on the show, but are ultimately like useless right. at the moment. <laughs> so when we would they would bring them over, John right. and Alex, and they would make them job and job, and they had no purpose. So we right. th- we said, hey. We know they can go. Yeah, they We've can. wrestled them once year, years ago. Well, you're all sort of from the same area, too. Yeah, we, yeah you, you know, run yeah. the same circles. You, you know their guys We've are wrestled on the same promotions. Yeah. And so we exactly. know of them. And we, we, we had befriended previously. And yeah. uh, on the first few shows, though, they were lo- losing within seconds to Moxley or, or losing within seconds to LAX. And so to us as a story beat, if we were going to make winners out of losers... Your first few shows, you've already told people these people are, these are the are losers. losers. And yeah. we know they're very talented. So when we did our Scientology pitch, they're the first people I suggested. I, I said, we can make these guys at least at least last more than a minute on these shows. We could like, give them somewhat of a purpose in the promotion. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> and, and honestly, they're just they're very entertaining on their own. And oh, 100%. Yeah. Once you give them the, the platform, here they are today. Because most of the time in wrestling, all you need is that one shot to make yourself mm-hmm. interesting or, you know, just... You worthy. say that one line, you that do that boom. one thing, and then just That's immediately it. people connect with it, and like and that you're, was you're our just, way of skyrocketing. Hey, let's yeah. give it a try with these guys because we knew, like, at, at the very least, we knew they could wrestle. You know what I mean? So it worked out really well. We're talking with the Dark Order, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and this is AEW Unrestricted. We have more to talk with them about, uh, actually, about uh, how the Dark Order became the Dark Order that we see today. This is AEW Unrestricted, your co-host, the lovely Tony Schiavone, and the solid six, Aubrey Edwards. We're here today with Stu and Uno, fantastic guys. As we touched on in our first segment, you guys were previously the Super Smash Brothers, and I'm curious, did you ever get a cease and desist from Nintendo? So everyone thinks we did, and that's why we dropped the name, but Nintendo didn't care. Okay. As long as we're not selling anything Nintendo-focused, they wouldn't really matter. And to be honest... We weren't making enough money for them to be bothered. No one makes money on the Indies, no. <laughs> and, but there's also, like, in the last few years, we dropped to just SSB, mm-hmm. just in case someone could be like, oh, maybe Implied. it means something else. Yes. <laughs> the super sexy brothers. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, you know? that's, that's what exactly it what it meant to. the whole really time anyway. That's yeah. what it was. That's yeah. what it meant the Very whole attractive. time. All right. So you actually debuted as the Super Smash Brothers in 2009 in ROH. Uh, no, before I, that. Well, before I mean, we, that. We, we, we had done Smash Brothers stuff well before that. Right, right, uh, right. But yes, in Ring of Honor, that was our first match. Uh, and there. you guys actually had a rivalry with the Young Bucks at the time. Uh, yes. Uh, so in 20... Early 2010? 2010 to 2012 in PWG, we had a rivalry 
uh, with the Young Bucks. And then that kind of like gravitated to other promotions as well. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember you guys had that awesome ladder match with them. Correct. And uh, I think it was Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. That's right. Yeah. yeah. They were uh, at, uh, uh, Future Shock future at the time. Shock. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fun, uh, fun fact. Uh, my husband was in a tag team for a bit and they had a big old tables match. So they just stole a bunch of spots from that match. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone right. does. And everyone's like, oh, it was so innovative. You put them in the ladder upside down. And it's yeah. like, ha ha ha. They haven't seen it. This yeah. is great. Uh, ever since we started doing PWG, we would literally go on shows and we would have to tell people, don't do that spot. They're like, oh, but I invented it. No, you stole it from the last PWG video and I'm in that spot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry, Stu. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you are. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. I was very unfamiliar with your guys' work, but I mean, it's it's very apparent that you guys do some incredible things. And, and, and I've said this so many times, you can do all the great videos you want mm -hmm. and I want to get into that here in a minute, but when the bell rings and you can perform, that's when you really, really get over it, as you guys know. And mm -hmm. uh, it was the stuff that you've been doing lately, obviously has been very entertaining, but the matches have been very good as well. And I wanted to talk about the change of the Dark Order because I guess we can go back to BTE when that kind of all evolved. Yes. Right? Yeah. That was kind of a, that was the turning point on, on where we became de facto good guys. Right. It right. just, it just, we became too likable, right. honestly, is what it became. <laughs> right. God. Yeah. I think it was interesting because had we not been in a pandemic, I think you guys would have had the turn much earlier, purely because yeah, you were so if we had a crowd for sure. If we had, yeah, if we had a crowd, there would have been no other choice but to put yeah. us on TV a whole lot yeah. more and make us turn babyface. Because at that point, were we even the bad guys? Like, no, you I had a chili mean? sponsorship and everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and honestly, we only really started doing BTE because uh, it was kind of a fight or flight situation, not the team. Which are from Canada, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Shout out! Um, like, but uh, <laughs> we we weren't certain what our positions were anymore because we had been gone for four months, and uh, and Alex and John also didn't know where their positions were because they 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 were unsure if. Uh, management people uh, uh, externally like them, right? So we ten actually, had come in and five yeah, had come exactly. in, and you're worried about your spot exactly. and everything. And, and so, like, we all knew we had personalities, but we didn't have a way to. We like, could have a platform to show. The, our yeah, personalities. We, exactly. we could do promos and we could do the sinister videos, but you can't really show who you are as a person as a person that way. Mm -hmm. And so we thought BT would be a good aspect because it's more of a comedic show, so we can kind of be more lighthearted. We didn't anticipate that we'd be like. We were yeah, like gearing yeah. it up, up so much. Insane. Yeah. Insanity. Um, like, like, every time we're done with a video, we're like, did we go too far again? Yes. Yeah. I don't uh, know, but. Did we just far. say we wanted to see his dick while he pees? Mm -hmm. Like, did we? Yeah, I we did. You may have said that. Yes. <laughs> you may have said yes. it, I think, twice yeah. in a row, like two Myth. episodes yes. in a row. We've all seen each other's asshole. Like, what the fuck? Like, you have one yeah. guy who's addicted to Coke, and you're just like, yeah, okay. Whatever. So we have kind of, we may have pushed it a little too far, but I think that's also what people are interested in which is is yeah. is very odd but I, I'm, 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 having, I'm having the time of my life to be honest it's, right. it's so much yeah. fun to have a group of people that not only are you working together as a faction but you are genuinely friends with I, I love that we have the different locations at daily's place where like promos will be filled mm -hmm. and stuff and there's like each room has a different like there's the the rim rock bar there's right. the this room and now there's like the dark order bar yeah. like yes. that's just historic the house yes. yeah that's just where you guys hang out that's <laughs> where you have slumber parties and build yeah. tents and where you break tables and yep. Oh uh, my table was expensive. Oh, there was there was <laughs> yeah. a lot of lot of I heard, I heard the, the backlash. Oh, I didn't even know about this cuz I was in the room during it. And so I found out a week later on BTE when they they talked about the the table costing $100. Yeah. And then I was like I sent a message to Matt. He's like, "Oh yeah, you 
the last week was a little rough on you guys. And I was like, none oh, of this oh, came oh. to me. I had no idea about it. Everyone's talking about the heat behind your back. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, you guys were too over us. That's the advantage. That's true. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get rid of us yet. <laughs> the trademark came uh, became uh, kind of uh, throwing paper in your face. It was. Oh, yes. okay. oh yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, I actually suggested that to Brody because I, I, I was like, oh, if I do a Wilhelm style scream, I can get a good comedic reaction out of it and then it just became the bit mm-hmm. was just eventually we kind of had to tone it down because i had i was i was falling for papers over tables and chairs and stuff <laughs> right and right at some point i was like on television i'm gonna get beaten by anything if, right. if that's the case you're gonna take a bump and die also, yeah they also didn't want to kill the joke either so yeah so right. then we, we, we wanted get, to keep it for the yeah. right moments. so then we moved it over to john and then that became its own thing as well sure. and then, then now that now that heat is on to five yeah. Who will it be later? I don't know. Right. The heat on Anna yeah. has always been on me for some reason. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that always kind of worked. I like that dynamic that you two have. <laughs> the Valentine's Day episode was probably my favorite where you, it's like, two stew, open it up, fuck, fuck. you. Yeah. <laughs> or fuck off yeah. or whatever yeah. it said. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. It's, it's Absolutely. Great stuff. <laughs> I was... Uh, I was on my way to do a to do one of the episodes Dynamite, and and Brody grabbed me. He said, "Come in here, I need you for just a second. Oh, and he yes. pulled me. Oh, in, that's remember, right. Pulled me in the bar. So, what the fuck are we doing? He said, "Just, just somebody's going to hit you in the face with paper. I want you to say what the fuck." I said, "Okay," <laughs> and we did. And it's and I watched it back, and I went, "Damn." Or something that was like thrown together yeah. on the fly. Oh yeah, that well, really so we do. Every <laughs> single BT has uh, about a minute planning yeah. and is yeah. one take, and that's probably why they get so raunchy. Is right. that? They they get yeah. tilted the extreme instantly. It's yeah. same, as you know, right? Because we had no idea what we were doing until you were asked. Right. So, so it's uh, wow. <laughs> we just create magic. That's all it is. Ooh, yeah. So so BTE obviously created by Young Bucks and Kenny, like mm-hmm. the whole elite thing. And we touched on how you guys had had matches with them. At yes. what point did the Young Bucks approach you to join All Elite Wrestling? Uh, so we were uh, we were talking with them before AEW was even announced. So, so we were we were on the 2018. The, you were one of the early. Yeah. So yeah, we were like on the summer. Uh, it was like late November. Late November. Um, so they they had told us they had something uh, in the works. They couldn't tell us really the details because of, of whatever legal so on contracts but they said, everywhere. And- they said if if anything's offered your way. Do know we're about to offer you something, and and mysteriously enough, Ring of Honor had offered us something literally two days after that discussion. Wow, that discussion. the timing! And so I, I we passed it on, and in November we started having the because we're Canadians, the paperwork and the the visa application took so long. Right, uh, but uh, we were amongst the first few people uh, as far as uh, wrestling talent to be signed. Yeah, so your charter members. Yep. Yes, yep. absolutely. Yep. That's right. Our charter members. We're talking to Evil Uno and Stu Grayson about the uh, the change in the Dark Order. Now, Anna Jay became a member of the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. I'd heard so many stories about when she walked out with a mask on, on yes. her face, <laughs> and everybody says, okay, she's gorgeous. Why does she have a mask on? That's literally on? the yeah. statement that was said in the women's locker room. It's like, right. they put the prettiest girl in the mask. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we doing? The they very, just lost money. <laughs> the very first idea was actually to cover her whole face to piss people off. No. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be Yeah, because originally our whole process was that Brody was going to say she was too pretty for to current day's wrestling. Right, I'd heard that. Wrestling it's not is about, about work pretty. rate and not what what, how you what typically That's been like women's wrestling. Heel. Yeah, we oh wanted, my God. We yes. wanted to pick her on, like cover her yeah. whole face for right. a while yeah. until we finally allow but her. But then they're like, oh, let's make that pretty face mask. And we're like, no, let's fucking, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, she's just, she's just too attractive. Yeah, so, she's yeah. gorgeous. She's, 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 she's wonderfully she's, gorgeous. Right. Yeah, and she's, uh, 
she's had an injury. She's going to be out for a while. Yes. I've, obviously, yeah. you've got been supportive of her, and mm-hmm. you can still use her in your. Uh, she can still shove you with one arm. Yes, I'm yeah. sure. She and can. if she doesn't, someone else will for her. I'm, I'm sure. sure. So, I'm, yeah. I'm sure a pretty Lee will show up and hurt me really badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be like and, I'm Anna J. Push. Yeah. <laughs> But she's meshed quite well with you guys. I mean, we were talking about the Valentine's Day episode, mm-hmm. and she's been showing her personality on. She this. has, yeah. and I'll see. It's been a good vehicle for. It was at first. It was a vehicle for ourselves and and John and Alex, to be honest. But it's been a great vehicle for five and for ten and for Anna to yeah. show personality. Uh, Colt as well, who yes, uh, kind of. Uh, uh, stumbled his way into the group and kind of just stayed, but now has been a fixture of the group as well. Right. What is he, number eight? He yeah. is. So eight. theoretically, uh, so yes, he is number eight. Okay. We've yet to say it on Dynamite, though. But yes, he is number. I gave him the number a while ago. It's on his gear and such. So so you're number one, two. Correct. Alex are three and four. Mm-hmm. Silver. Five is five. Five is five. Six. Is uh, X-Pac, yes. Yep. <laughs> X-Pac. We, have, we have reserved that number for yeah. that one Just in case. Okay. Just Seven in is Dustin, know. just in case he does just take you up on the offer. Right. Uh, eight and nine were uh, on a Dynamite once. Uh, nine was also in a six-way with us as well. Right. We cannot disclose who nine is. No. Uh, and eight, we actually got kicked out. Of the, Brody powerbombed him, and he is no longer in this Right, group. which is why Colt took that number, because it was correct. available. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was retired, 10. so it's now given. And then Anna's 99. Yeah, yeah so, so we, she got like the very end of the spectrum, also because Wayne Gretzky. But yeah. Right, yeah. the greatest. And then 10, obviously, is, is 10. Right, so you currently have 11 through 98 available. I mean, oh, we, we have been giving up. it out to the people who uh, send the emails to us, but okay. uh, a lot of numbers. Uh, there there are some reserved numbers that okay. we, are, we are looking. You know, there are there is Ty Conti. Uh, you know, oh, that's right, uh, Mr. Right. Adam Page. Yeah, maybe who Cowboys. I was thinking, if uh, if X Pac does not want to join us, uh, X Pac, open invite. Um, but uh, may, maybe uh, Mr. Adam Page could be six. You know, the Perhaps. six shooter. You know, it's oh, a gun. It's that's a gun. smart. It's that a gun. Smart. Six shooter. Boy, this this Cowboys. has got so much potential. Thank oh. you. It really does. This Thanks, might right? be an exclusive break. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's that's in okay. hindsight they'll go back a couple weeks yeah. and go. That's where it was. That's oh, where, where X Pac came in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that huge run he had with us. <laughs> it was planned the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> then you got ten, mm-hmm. and uh, I give ten a hard time about his mask. Because I kept looking at the mask. I said, what the hell is that? Oh, that's a one and a zero on yeah. your face. I, I had to really stare at it like it looked like that you made this mask when you were drunk or something. Right. I, mean, yeah. but I was like, I did they run out of fabric? Like, what happened? Yes. Like, he, he ran out of fabric between his two ears. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what he did. Yeah. But we still love number yeah. 10. But I love that because now you have Brody Lee Jr., who mm-hmm. is negative one. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Who basically looks like a tiny 10. Yep. And, and likely someday will just be one. Right. At some point. And, <laughs> and ultimately... <laughs> And ultimately, he's sort of become the new de facto leader of the Dark Order. Uh, it's because we just can't say no to him, to be really honest. Can. No he, one he can. Just, no he one is, can. He's the most terrifying member of our unit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah, exactly. People don't realize it, but every time he's at Dynamite, we I, I have welts all over my body because yes. he beats me constantly. Yes, I know. And yeah. uh, one thing that I really hate is that people think we're like, Using him or abusing of oh, oh, no, absolutely. he's having a time of his life. Have a choice. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's right. his, his his whole life is about waiting to finally show up to Dynamite. I know yeah. that. Beat the living piss out of us. Right. Yeah. Book the whole show. Right. And then go home. Right. That's what he does. There, there was actually like maybe peeling behind the curtain a little too much. So we always have a bunch of darks after Dynamite. And I remember like somebody coming back and saying, "Okay, we got to move all the Dark Order matches up because Brody Lee Jr. is tired and he wants to go home." And they're like, "He's literally booking <laughs> he's got, the he's show." He's got school in the morning, yeah. right? And then everyone's just like, 
Well, we can't say no. Like yeah. he's 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 brilliantly like he's, he's wonderful. The, he's, Honestly, he's the coolest kid. I, I like. accept the beatings because he's that cool of a kid. Yeah. Right. right. I wish I was that cool when I was nine. Yeah. Like, and, and genuinely, for a, a, a nine-year-old, is smarter than, mo- than most gets, wrestlers in my area. He gets area. wrestling. <laughs> he's like, very he well. He, when he does, oh, I'm going to cut a promo tonight. So I'm going to say that so they'll yeah. have a reaction. Yeah. I'll just feed off of it. And I'm like, what, what, what? You're nine yeah. years old. And he's like, yeah. uh, he's, <laughs> there are he's people incredible. in wrestling who don't cut as good it's a promos true. as yeah. this. Yeah. Like, this is insane. Uh, the other one, too, is like in his 45-minute Ironman match with Marco. Yes. Uh, once at an after party. He, he like he did the whole, like, grab him by the arms rather than, like, pull his hair up. And I was like, oh, brother's a worker. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, knows. <laughs> he, knows, he knows. He knows what he's doing. When he wants to protect you, you will. When he doesn't. You're screwed. Yes. Right. The, he will make sure that the pad is pulled off the couch before he gives you the kiss. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's a good kid. It's a great story. It really is. Uh, really props to you guys for taking care of him because I know it's, it was tough for all of us, but yes. you, know, you guys in the Dark Order really took him under your wing and made him a part of it. And, and it was special. It was special for everybody. Yeah. It's it special really to us, too. It's, yeah. it's, um, I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. It's, it's, we uh, love it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a big part of my life as well. Right, so. yeah. It's a big part of all our lives when mm-hmm. he's there. Uh, just to show you what type of kid he is I saw him in the back one day he calls me Shivani I was like Shivani what are you going to say tonight Shivani so I went like this I went, eh, like that and, he, and when I went like that he did a leg dive yeah he's done amateur wrestling he's, he's very good he's a savage he's yeah, a savage I, I, I was doing like stop it yeah. I, I don't yeah. work I don't know what the hell I'm doing the fir- here the first time uh, after the uh, uh, Mr. Brodelia uh, memorial show that I had seen him was, was like two weeks later and I see him across the room at the hotel. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And he slaps me the hardest I've ever been slapped in the face. And he's like, hi. And he walks away. <laughs> just asserting his dominance. Yeah, I was like, sure. oh, Janice. Just letting us the next know. two days are going to be brutal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, before we go to fan questions, that, that show yes. was, if any show was ever booked correctly, that, that was the one. one. That, that was, was the one. one. Yes. That, that, that's, a, that's the one show that is, mm-hmm. we're going to remember for a long, long time, for yeah. many reasons, I, it's it's ingrained in my memory. But right. I also refuse to go and watch it, which because yeah. yeah, I can't go back right. and watch I, it. emotionally. I can't, uh, I can't uh, revisit okay. it. We yeah. went from that night like crying and laughing and uh-huh. crying and laughing nonstop. It mm-hmm. was uh, emotionally the hardest of our life. Yeah, but the most welcome at yeah. the same time. Yeah. It's, it was very. Ter- it was necessary ter- for everyone. Yeah. Not, not only Dark Order, but like the whole roster. I think needed right. that yeah. day. Yeah, I agree. It was. It was. It's a moment we'll never forget. Okay, fan questions are coming up for Dark Order. There were more than, I think, any other group, so All I'm right, excited about this. This is AEW Unrestricted. Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards here with Evil Uno and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. We're at fan questions, which I had to turn off my notifications on Twitter because there were just so many. I'm quite popular. Yep. Oh, quite popular. Mm-hmm. So sorry for not having you guys on sooner. First off, apologies to everybody because this yeah. is clearly a mistake on our part. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It wasn't. We'll find someone else to blame. It'll be fine. Yes. All right. First Stacey. question. <laughs> Stacy. Always Stacy. Sorry, Stacy. Uh, first question from AEW Liquid on Twitter. If mm-hmm. you could have actors or artists in the Dark Order, who would it be and what would be their numbers? I want Fred Durst in. You, oh, dude. You want yeah. Fred Durst? Oh, hell yeah. You think he changed the red hat to a purple one? I think you would oh, if you pay yeah, enough I money. So. I think so, too. I think so. Yeah, enough money would make it. What do you want for numbers, though? I don't know what I would for give number? you. For number? How many fucks he says in that, uh, that 47. song? 47. 40, there you go. 47? Yeah, 40, 47. Number 47, <laughs> Fred Durst. You heard it here, folks. Fred <laughs> right. Durst. Uh, I'd go uh, Jackie Chan, a personal hero of mine. Oh, uh, yeah. that'd be a good one. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, would be I, I think he'd fit great. Yeah. Uh, as for number, eh, let's go simple and say 11. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, someone like like Bill Gates or Elon Musk, just for the money. Can we, <laughs> that's smart. That's smart. Wow. Yeah, you just got to fund the like, Dark Order. Like, that should have been our first pick. Like, <laughs> BT will be filming a private jet right. on the moon. So something like <laughs> You guys suddenly have your own cryptocurrency. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uno coin's coming. Dark Order Uno is international. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. Wow. Tremendous. <laughs> let's see. Let's go to uh, Tony Commentates on Twitter. With you? Steal, steal that damn name. Okay. <laughs> What's the best advice Mr. Brody Lee ever gave you guys? Uh, for me, it might be the same thing for you. It wasn't about wrestling itself. It was about when you're not wrestling. He was telling me, if you're stressed at work, like you care about your wrestling, getting over, having good matches and all this, it's all right. You have to perform and you have to be hungry and want and more. Mm-hmm. But once you get home, you're home. Forget it. Yeah. Live your life, yeah. be with your family, right. yeah. be a husband, a father, right. whatever. Is Once you're home, just be home. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to eat you alive. It's been the same uh, same advice for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, essentially, he was such a, 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 a great family person that right. once you're home, don't let, don't let this anxiety affect your, your real life. Yeah. But, you know, enjoy the time you have with your family. Another yeah. question on Twitter. Stu, did you, why did you drop the Vega mask? It was badass. So at first I wanted to keep using it, but then it also limit my amount, like my facial expression. And True. like in the entrance, when we do the, just the pose, I wanted my face to be seen on TV more and more. And I'm very, I have a lot of expression. Like I'm the yeah. pissed very, off, very I'm expressive. always angry, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted that to be shown. And since we did not have that many matches on TV, but a lot of entrances, like I felt like if I want to put my face out there, I need to drop the mask. It doesn't mean it won't be back, Mm -hmm. but as of now, I have not found something TV worthy in my opinion. That's a good good. answer. That is a great answer. answer. Got to make that money. Got to make that money. Jamcaro on Twitter, Ever Uno, I love your middle management style role in the Dark Order. There you Thank go. you. My friends and I always crack up seeing you holding everything together. When will we get more Evil Uno on the mic in the ring? We miss it so much. I, I, I don't know when I can answer that question. I do not make decisions, but I really <laughs> Talk appreciate Talk to Brody the Lee Jr. because he clearly he does. Might, yeah. oh, he books the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, if little, bro- little Brody, I hope you're watching this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, next Dynamite. Throw me in a match. Also, 12-minute promo. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Golden segment. Open the show. I want to be the 9 o'clock crossover. <laughs> that's, that's how you make the money. Okay. That 9 o'clock crossover. Uh, masks 3, then... Oh, mask 7. Ah, I get yes. it. That's funny. Use numbers. Haha. <laughs> On Twitter. Uh, Stu, what's the secret behind your incredible athleticism? What inspires you to put out so much great work? Very young, I realized that the thing I was doing best is fight. So... When I was about six years old, I started uh, martial art. Okay. I've been fighting for about 26 years now. Ooh. So my whole body, my whole training, my whole life is based around the fact that my body needs to be its the fastest, the strongest, right. the best it can be. So martial art, I've got – so I'm a black belt in karate. Mm-hmm. I'm a black belt in taekwondo. I'm a black belt in kickboxing. I've done trampoline, free run, gymnastic, and now I've got 15 years of wrestling. Mm. So I built my body in order for it to be the best it can be. To be beat up by anything. Yeah. (laughs) Including trampolines. So I can survive Mm -hmm. if Anna pushes me really hard. (laughs) That's why the bumps are always so impressive. They're so impressive, right? Ah. I survive. But uh, And my my training, my workouts are very, very uh, intense, and I... All my workouts are made for so that it's practical strength, mm-hmm. so I can do anything. So that's right. why if I need to lift 
a uh, new wrestler who's seven feet tall, mm. 450 pounds, in a great match on Dynamite for 30 <laughs> minutes. I will easily lift that man. Hello, Paul. Is that Paul? I was talking about Paul, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will do it, and yeah. I will break him upon my knee. Wow. Because, Paul, you're a wuss. Ooh, fighting words. No, man. Because I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to eat this. I'm the one that's going to get beat up. It won't even be <laughs> yeah, you go through him first so I can like see how, the pen. how bad you are, like <laughs> how, how angry you are, and then, I'll, and then I'll wrestle you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so there. He's a badass. Don't fuck with him. Yeah. We've all known that, and thank you very much for your question. <laughs> uh, Mr. Uno, this is from Claire on Twitter. Mr. Yes. Uno, how many hours of opera classes did it take to perfect that scream when you got hit by the papers on BTE? Uh, I've never had opera class, mm -hmm. uh, 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 nor have I ever really sung other than karaoke. I love karaoke, so if really? you to count those hours, maybe, I don't know, six months worth of What karaoke? is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, I'm a Backstreet Boys guy, mostly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that a Kid Crowd Rock favorite. song also. Uh, that Kid Rock song, uh, yeah. um, um, uh, Lonely uh, Road of Faith. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll attempt to rap. I'm not very good at it. I just, I'm, uh, I'm the guy that if you throw a song on and people don't, Want to no one knows it. who put it on. I don't even know the song, and I'll sing it. Give him the mic. Uh, I just the mic. Uh, karaoke's fun. I haven't done it in quite some time. Do you have a choice karaoke songs too? Uh, very much Backstreet Boys as well. Uh, if there's some Katy Perry, Tenacious oh, D, good. Lonely Island, that's gonna be my firework. jam. Firework, yeah. yeah. Oh, firework. Oh, oh yeah. choice. What choice. a song, right? Come on. What a song. For sure, yeah. Tony, those, do you have do you have a choice karaoke song? I don't uh, know if this is ever something we've covered on the podcast. Well, yes. I, I, I there's a lot of uh, Frank Sinatra songs I like. Oh. Yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. classic. The way you look tonight, my way. Really old man boring shit. No one else can do that. <laughs> one of my constant is uh, My Prayer by the Platters as well. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. How about the that? piano man. Mine's, uh, mine's Wap by then. Cardi B. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Nope. Nope. Not at all. All right. Kyle L on Twitter. Stu, how does your knee survive the nightfall? It looks so painful every time you do it. As someone who's torn their ACL multiple times, it makes me worry every time you do it. It's funny because even like every wrestler in A-Dub is asking me the same thing. How is your knee not broken by right, now? Right. And it's it's simple physique. Like once I hit, can you see my knee from there? Watch the video version of the podcast so, if you want okay. to see the demonstration. Okay. The knee has to be a perfect 90 degree. If the kneecap is right over your heel, the power behind the leg is exponentially stronger right and as i bring the dude down i make sure like the position if i'm slightly if i'm sideways a little bit i'm fucked yeah, yeah. but if it's perfect the amount of pressure the knee can take is astronomical wow. and through like the last 20 years of martial art and all this stuff like when we used to to train we would get our like leg hit with kendo stick or uh by, by little little bro my little brody no 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 <laughs> like the, the training for martial arts to, to toughen up like your legs is pretty crazy yeah so years and years of that i suppose but yeah it's yeah. really the 90 degree is the most important thing today you got a physics yep. lesson as well as uh, yeah, getting to good. listen to that's great stuff man. That's, yeah, that's, that's kind of a first on our show isn't it yeah actual <laughs> physics demonstration right physics move, yeah i like it you got your x vector you got your z vector like i'm trying to figure you out gotta, crossing the dot product honestly wrestling is a lot about science like it is there's a it's huge force. amount of it it's yeah. all physics it's forces I mean, momentum it's in, and exactly. I mean, let's be honest everything is about science if we're gonna we're gonna yes. get to that I mean, debate, if we're getting but, deep okay, and philosophical smart ass, thank you for that one. Okay. <laughs> the canadians their school system's better than ours okay, <laughs> okay. so uh that's that's great stuff guys uh the total lackage on twitter mm. great name so i'm sure you are a lackey 
<laughs> but that does not have anything to do with this. Thank you for your question. Uno and Stu have a very unique contrast in style as a tag team that blends together nicely. Not many teams in the past have a similar makeup. Were there any teams, even short-lived, that you looked up to as a blueprint for your success? As a blueprint? Uh, I, I never really had a blueprint on who we, we – uh, I'll be honest. Uh, uh, we kind of just feed off each other because I know yeah. his strengths. He knows mine. Right. There was uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico on the yes. independents who were, were very crucial to our success. And so uh, they also had a similar dynamic. And so our dynamic – kind of became similar just by being friends one of you wears um, a mask oh my god that it is works. The, what what yeah, uh, true story uh they believe yes. that uh, el generico is uh my uh, brother brother and that kevin owens is my brother that uh, we're also brothers but, but we're also brothers but, you're also but they're Canadian. not brothers yeah. but kevin and, and el generico are not brothers which makes no sense because we can't anyways <laughs> so other than that also uh, uh i love the british bulldogs i love heart foundation yeah. I mean, we uh, also grew up. Foundation is very similar to what we I grew up with. Some of the best tag team wrestling, like like the the, the years of the Chris, Edge and Christian, right. mm-hmm. and the Dudley Boys and the Hardys and all. Like, so we got to watch a lot of this. But in terms of like what we became, I think a thing that was really important for us is that we are two completely di- like different individual. And either if we're a tag team or in singles. We are our own people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But together, we're, we're like, we there's complete not, each other yeah, regardless. There's not a lot of team that has that. So I think that's one of the big advantages for us. So. Nice. Uh, Ricky Stark Style Consultant on Twitter. Ooh. That's totally a word. Wow. Because nobody Tell me where he gets his shirts. <laughs> Uh, how does wrestling in Montreal, where French uh, is predominantly spoken, differ from wrestling in the rest of North America, where English is the norm, or is there even a difference? Uh, it's it's mostly English speakers. Uh, yeah. English is is universal through wrestling, but there is a subsection of Quebec, which is where Montreal is, uh, the province that uh, Montreal is, that speaks solely French. Uh, and so, of course, a lot of the wrestling stuff will be French words. We're both French, so originally French, so the but to us, it doesn't make much of a difference. In terms of like, like wrestling moves, name and stuff like that, it's going to be in English. Yeah. Because there's like clothesline in French would be la corde à linge. And, and it doesn't a, sound menacing yeah. at all. No, not it's at all. It's really like it's literally the description of what a clothesline is. Right. Uh, a power bomb is le pouvoir de la bombe, which is just, it sounds insane in right. French. Right. Someone could, like I would be planning a match with someone and he would be calling me those names and be like I don't know what you're saying man like, I don't, <laughs> it I'm does not French. translate what well. is no. going on you want the shorter version so if you're calling yes, it in the exactly. ring you it have less to talk about like someone yeah. calls me a spot I'd be like why are we talking Plus, about this like what is it, even if you're in a French speaking province it's it's still you're still watching English wrestling so you you learned it from TV mostly. exactly yeah, yeah. I know working with the Joshis, they tend to use the same like English words yeah. for a lot of mm-hmm. the moves as well so it, it is universal yeah. right yeah. JR uh, teach wrestling in English to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. When you think about it. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The people thought slobberknocker was a real word growing yes. up. Right. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers. It's oh, not. Yeah. Ghost X Empire. That's Ghost X Empire on Twitter for Uno. Mm-hmm. How many masks do you have and what is your favorite one? Uh, I, throughout my career, I've had probably like 40 plus masks. Wow. Uh, currently, this is my favorite one. Uh, I only wear my leather-bound masks for television, and then I have uh, a few masks that are made from a Japanese individual who also makes uh, Excalibur's masks called uh, Soitaketa, and I wear those on Twitch. Currently, I believe I still have 13 of my masks. Oh, oh wow. That's a cool. lot. 
Frank Tiano on Twitter asks for both of you, uh, do you have a place that you want to go to once AEW is up and running after the pandemic ends? In terms of vacation or wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling? Like where would we be touring? A venue, uh, yeah, a place uh, to wrestle. One of the places I was really excited to go, which was planned for us, was New Orleans. Because yes. I've never been there, and right. I wanted to party there. Right. That's like that's just for oh, the— that's dangerous for our uh, company you know, to go Yeah, to. you know, for with the boys we have here, like uh-huh. in New Orleans, like I'm sure at least two or three person would be dead. Arrested? <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's true. Dead person arrested. Would be My money is on five. Uh, yeah. yeah, for oh, sure. Five. Yeah. Ten would be in prison for sure. No, ten would get out of prison because he'd offer someone drugs. Oh, true. yeah. yeah. Smuggling <laughs> his butt. Um, yeah. <laughs> If uh, if I were <laughs> legit to me, <laughs> this is totally uh, legit. I'm going to cut you off. This is all a fucking work we're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking work. It's not real. The difference between a shoot and a work. This is a work. It is not real. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on the, on the butt stuff. I'll cut you there. Um, uh, two venues I would love to is I'd love to do uh, Centre Belle in Montreal just uh, because oh, yeah. it'd be. We're not from Montreal, but it would essentially be our hometown base as far as a large show. We basically grew and up then, uh, there. I'd love to aim high and uh, let's do Tokyo Dome. Oh. Uh, Tokyo Dome, Madison Square Garden, obviously. Yeah, like sure. the, yeah. the legendary arenas for sure. Right. Yeah. right. Each Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Okay, we have. let's uh, do uh, one more question because you mentioned Twitch, I believe. Correct. Yes. I did. Fl- uh, Flower of Manchester on Twitter. Mm. Will Stu ever join Uno for Twitch Among Us shenanigans? Uh, I don't know if Stu knows what, how to play Among Us. His laptop can barely do like the question, video stuff. The question is, do I know what video games are at this point? It's been so long, I actually don't know what Among Us is. Uh, how do you not know? If you follow any of the people on Twitter, you know what Among Us is. He doesn't really I, like social media either. I, that's true, that's true. I'm if not it's a not big lifting. fan of the internet, yeah. just in general. If, if Without wrestling, not, I would probably not use electricity. If it's not <laughs> working out or if it's not chocolate molten lava cakes. Mm. Mm. Stu doesn't care about it. I don't really care, no. no. But uh, I'd love to have him around. We used to play uh, uh, cooperative games and, and, uh, and stuff back in the day. I so. would like to do something on Twitch. I'm trying to maybe have him set up everything for me so I don't have to think about it. There you go. Maybe do something workout wrestling related on Twitch. That'd be fun. I, I don't know if people would be interested. I think I would like to do that, something yeah. around, along the line. That'd wow. be super fun. Well, we are we are out of time, but uh, Stu, you have become my hero because you're a badass because everybody's <laughs> ass. You'll give a shit about the social media hell yeah that's right. yeah man you're the man Fuck. there you go all right thank you both for being yeah, here well, thank, thank you, you. It, was, it was fun we'll have to uh, obviously edit out some of what uh, Aubrey says but that's it <laughs> we always do that is a yeah, yeah, common occurrence how about we just like put a figurehead in front of her entirely right? <laughs> yeah just, just like Excalibur can voice over he's used to it he can he gets paid by the word and Does he? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I speak so much. Yeah. How do I do that? Okay. How do I get that? Okay, you can follow uh, them on Instagram at evil.uno and mm-hmm. Stu underscore, underscore Grayson. Correct. Yep. And on Twitter at evil.uno and Stu underscore dose. Subscribe Correct. to yes, AEW Unrestricted for free wherever you get your podcast. New episode Thursday morning. And check us out on YouTube where you can see... Uh, the great physics demonstration that Stu provided today. It's, it's tremendous. Tremendous. Absolutely. And also my, my sick-ass jersey. And my gorgeous up. eyes. And your gorgeous eyes. There's a lot of cool things you should do yes, when you watch yes. the YouTube oh, episode. Yeah. Uploaded uh, generally on Mondays. Right. Just go to YouTube. This and part <laughs> is a work again. <laughs> <laughs> you have to uh, go to YouTube and search AEW Unrestricted and watch all of the latest and prior episodes. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, uh, Evil Uno. Thanks, Stu. Thank and you. thank you for being with us on AEW Unrestricted. Thanks. Thanks.